seeker. Welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. I am so grateful that you've been led here and I'm excited for you that you're answering the call to manifest more magic in your life by mastering the law of attraction. So cool. My name is Talia and I'm committed to cutting the fluff and showing you exactly how to manifest more excitement, ease, success, abundance, confidence, love, and anything else you've been craving. So if you're ready to crack the code on manifestation, amplify your intuition, and play in the quantum, we are now besties. Let's do this. friend. Welcome back to another episode. This is the Awakening Her podcast. My name is Talia Joy. So excited to be here. So excited for this podcast episode. Thank you so much for pressing play, for meeting me in this time and space. Whenever it is that you are listening to this, I honor your time. I honor your energy. And most of all, I honor that you're a seeker that just keeps going. And you are definitely going to manifest what you desire in 2023. I can feel Feel it. I know it for you. This is the time. It does not matter how many times you've tried to manifest before. It doesn't matter how many times you've tried to create a certain goal for yourself. You were a different person in a different understanding. You had different ways of coping and reacting with life. So just because we've tried something 10 times or two times or a hundred times before doesn't mean that we can't do it. So as we head into the new year, and if you're listening to this at any time, um, just know that it doesn't actually matter at all what you've done previously. It doesn't have anything to do with what you're about to create in your life because, and we're going to dive deep into this in this episode, when you tried to do things before, or you had certain goals before, you also had a certain understanding of the world and a certain understanding of yourself and a certain understanding of what you're capable of. You were coming from a certain place. Your wounds were showing or presenting themselves or doubt or uncertainty or lack of confidence, feeling alone, feeling unsupported. You had you know, certain circumstances that prevented you from manifesting what it is that you wanted. But that has nothing to do with what you're about to create for yourself because you are changing, you are growing, and we are the center point of attraction. So as we change, our life changes. As I change, my business changes. As I change, my parenting changes, my relationships, my body, my health, my joy, So I just wanted to say that right off the top, that with a new year coming, and I know you've got big goals and things you want to create, you absolutely will and can create those no matter where you're coming from and no matter how many times you've tried before. So that's good news. (laughs) Welcome to the show to anybody who is new. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad we found each other. I hope this deeply resonates and helps you create what you want in 2023. And to anyone returning, hello, hello. Thank you so much for being my community, my homie, my posse. And I want to address an energetic elephant in the room for anybody who is listening in chronological order or listening in real time. The last episode, I was in a very different energy. In the last episode, I was literally going through it. I chose to press record on a day where I wasn't in my highest self. And even in that episode, I said, you know, some days I'm like, this is what spirit shows me and here we go. And other days 
I'm sad or I'm wounded. And that's the journey of being human. But I just wanted to say that because if you are listening in chronological order, as soon as you started hearing my voice today, you're like, oh, she's, she's doing better. And it's just because again, it's a different day. I'm a different person, many different people over the course of a day. And as we uncover energy, that whole last episode was about healing and about how being triggered is part of the manifestation process. And it helps us to see what there is next to work on or what needs to be loved, what needs to be healed in order to move forward. As we do that, some days are really dense and really emotional and really just heavy feeling, but that doesn't last forever. And since that episode, it's only been a few days. I haven't had, you know, seven sessions and realized all this stuff and moved forward. And now I'm over it. I have just been processing and I've been seeing what's here for me to be seen. I've been asking myself, how can I show up in love for myself today and continuing to commit to show up in love with myself, with my body. And I feel much better today. That being said, I'm still in a period of deep growth. I know there will be much growth to come and probably more heavy days, more um, all over the place days, but that just is what this process is. So I can't wait to continue to share that with you to normalize having weird, stuck, frustrating days, having sad days, triggered days, like it is all part of being human. So Source sometimes shows me like, the human. And I don't know if this happens like in school. Sometimes I think there's something like this in my kids' elementary schools where they have like all the emotions written out on a board. And it's almost like, are you feeling? And then it's like sad, happy, frustrated, left out, you know, overwhelmed, whatever it is, all these emotions. So spirit shows me these humans us as a human with all of these emotions. And it's like every single emotion you see is meant to be experienced. And as a seeker, you've chosen a high path of wanting to grow through what you go through, of wanting to learn from what life gives you. So going forward in 2023, we're going to talk again more about this, but you can learn from these days that are heavy. And it doesn't mean that in the moment you feel the heaviness, you're like, okay, how do we flip this? And how do I turn this into something beautiful? Often you just need to cry. You just need to feel, you just need to be sad, to be uncertain, to be overwhelmed, to be unclear, because that is the place where we normally numb or rush through or get on our phone or take a drink or anything to get out of our own head. But when you choose to just be present with what you're feeling, that begins a crazy new string of events and allows you to be open to see what's here for you and to move through and to heal and all of that. Because forcing yourself to feel unsad is not the same frequency as healing forcing yourself or distracting yourself from feel, feeling overwhelmed or shaming yourself for feeling unclear or uncertain. Those things are not in the same fre frequency of healing. But what is in the same frequency is just allowing yourself to feel it and meeting yourself with compassion, saying it's understandable that you'd be overwhelmed because you're unclear or overwhelmed because you were triggered or overwhelmed because you don't feel good in your skin or it's understandable you'd be sad because you just lost somebody you love or that times are changing and you feel sadness or grief, you know, it is okay. 
we are meant to experience it. So today is a much better day. Um, but that one was equally as important. And I've had so many messages from you guys. Thank you so much. So many messages sharing about how it resonated with you. So that is something I just wanted to say thank you so, so much for. I wanted to let you know that at the end of this episode, this is going to seem really random, but this is my show. I get to do whatever the hell I want. At the very end of this episode, I'm going to end this episode on or with a song. (laughs) I'm not going to sing. Maybe one time I will, but a song uh, from my husband. It's uh, his music and it's called 222 because this episode is 222. And I'm really excited about it. And I love angel numbers. And he has a beautiful song called 222. So if you want at the very tippy end of this episode, you could listen to a beautiful song by my husband. His name is Phil Dixon. He's a musician. I'll put his uh, link below if you want to find, you know, his music or that song on Spotify. It's a beautiful song. Um, It's really, it was based around and inspired by how that roomy quote that I'm going to butcher, but how it says like, um, after all this time, the sun never says to the moon, you owe me imagine what could be achieved with a love like this, something like that. You guys know the quote. So that inspired his song 222. So if you want to listen to a little bit of music, maybe it's new to you. I will end this episode on it because why not? I can put a song in an episode. It's my show. Okay. So I just want to dive right in today because my intention for this episode is to be punchy, to be inspiring, to be activating to you and not super long. So let's dive into this. So what we're talking about today is how to make sure you are going to manifest your goals. And I'm going to talk in no bullshit. I'm going to talk because I want the highest good for you. And I'm not going to fluff around the bush being like, if you look at yourself in the mirror and you say you're a millionaire, it's going to come. I am going to tell you the straight goods on what it takes to manifest and how to know that you are stepping into the goals and that you are going to manifest what it is that you want. So in this directness that I feel coming through me, I'm going to share a lot about the truths. And this episode is for those people that haven't been able to manifest what they want. They feel like they still don't totally get manifestation, how this all works. And when I say things like you have to, or this is the way it works, just know that this is coming from spirit, from my spirit team, but my, myself, Talia, is also obviously in a process of non-perfection. So when I say this stuff, I'm not here on any high pedestal being like, this is the way that I'm perfect. And this is what you need to do because I take these truths and I integrate them into my life as well. So it is going to be, you know, punchy and this is the truth and this is what it is. And it's coming from a place of wanting you to deeply understand the art of creation and make sure that you are reaching your goals, that you are becoming, that you are manifesting what you want in 2023, because this is the time. I deeply care about you. I deeply care about you manifesting your goals because the more people that live in their light, that live that life of freedom, that live connected to their soul, that live in their awakening, feeling empowered, or at least going on the journey, because as I said, not every day is empowered, but the more people activated, the more people turned on to why they are here, the faster we change our lives, of course, but the faster we change the planet, the faster we shift into higher consciousness. And I'm not trying to go out and change the planet, like change everyone. But I do believe that as we ascend 
into higher consciousness, this is when we are able to reach more compassion and caring and peace and joy and love where everybody has enough food to eat and all of those great hippie things. I think we're on a journey. We're on a path. It's not going to happen overnight, but the more people that wake up and live the life of their dreams, the more people waking up abundant, you, the more people waking up feeling free and, and peaceful in their skin and in purpose, the more people we have lighting up the world. Because when you live in your life, that is your dream life, and you're living in this peaceful place and you're, you know, feeling really good and really connected, the way you go interact with others is different. The way you talk to the cashier at the grocery store, the way you interact with the moms on the schoolyard or your own kids or your neighbors, your coworkers, your friends, your family, those family members that trigger you so much. The more we step into our power, we act different around people. And that is us sharing sharing our light, sharing our lightness instead of sharing our heaviness, which there's no fault in that. There's no blame. I just know when I'm walking around in a dark cloud, everybody feels it. So my goal here with this episode, I don't just like want it to sound like I care. I genuinely want and need you in your light. And I will stop at nothing to make sure that you understand manifestation so that you can go out and create this life that you want. And you can go out and duplicate this process and really understand it over and over and over again. Okay. So the first thing that I want you to really understand when we talk about manifesting your goals and manifesting your goals in this upcoming year and all this stuff I've shared on the show that we are moving into a place where the universe, the cosmos, our, our souls, our star families are calling for more connection to spirit in this awakening that's happening. So this all, you know, comes into play where there's an awakening happening and our, the spirit parts of us, the soul parts of us, our, and then again, our spirit team, our spirit guides, they're all calling us to come closer home, to come, oh my God. Okay. I'm trying to ignore it, but I'm recording obviously. And there's this cat that is outside my window. I'm up on the second floor and there's a tree that is like in my yard, but it's really high up off the ground. Like, I don't know, 30 feet, 20 feet. And this cat is just perched in the weirdest place on this tree. It's not like a normal branch tree. It's what I call a Dr. Seuss tree. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? I bet if you Google Dr. Seuss tree, you know what I was talking about. Um, but it's sitting in the weirdest spot way up off the ground. I've never seen a cat up there. And it's just staring at me from across the yard. And I look at it and it's like staring into my soul as I'm saying these things. It was so weird. A few minutes ago, I just looked up and noticed it was there. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. And then now for the last like five minutes, it's just been staring into my soul. Okay. Backing up. Our souls are calling for us to ascend. That is why you are interested in this stuff. That's why you probably consider yourself an old soul, probably an empath, at least a seeker. You know, you are on this side of life where you're interested in this stuff, in astrology, in past lives, in spirit teams, in manifestation. That is not a mistake. That's not just a random curiosity. That is your soul calling you to remember the magic, to be one of the people that walk knowing of the magic, remembering of how 
how, why we are here. So how this call comes into manifestations and our visions and all this stuff is you are being called to become aligned with your soul and visualize manifest from that place. That is the new way of manifesting. So you can ask for money. You can say like, I want to make a million dollars this year and searching within yourself to go, what part of my soul wants this? Or what is the soul goal here? And I've been talking about this a little bit more that this is something for me that's really easy to see. Like, I I think I said this in the past episode or one of the most recent that when I desire success in my business, my soul is also desiring to spread light, to spread the word of the universe, the magic, to spread that, to awaken more people, to activate more people, because that's part of my soul's purpose. So part of your soul's purpose may be like freedom and expression and making more money allows you to be more free in your life, to go on retreats, to create, you know, a schedule that works for you. So there's no wrong goals here. I want to just say that, but how we're shifting this year is we're going, what part of this is benefiting my soul or what is my soul calling for in this? So that's one part of this. But as you are setting intentions and setting goals, I want you to really ask yourself, like with your hand on your heart, not just your typical, like, what do I want? Okay, I want this, I want that. I want you to inquire within and ask yourself, what is next for me? What is my soul calling for? What do I, what would excite me to bring into my life? And that's where there may be like a BMW or a certain like a home or a, or a place you want to go or a course you want to take totally fine. It's actually great to have physical goals because when you meet them, you have this physical surge of like, Ooh, I created that. Right. So it's great to have those, but what is it that your soul is looking for? So if you're looking for a home, maybe your soul is looking for a place for you to ground down into a safe little cave to call your own a sanctuary. So then as you're saying in 2023, I'm totally going to manifest my home. I want you to inquire about what your soul wants and start saying like, okay, when I manifest my home, it's going to feel like a sanctuary. It's going to be peaceful. I can see there's nature around, or maybe your soul is calling you to create a business. So then you're asking yourself, not just, I want to start a business, blah, that's a very like blah goal, but it's like, I want to start impacting people. So I'm not saying starting a business is a blah goal because I am the number one promoter of having your own business. It's amazing. I love it. It's challenging, but it's also amazing. But what I mean is the goal isn't just to have a business. The goal is to impact people. The goal is to create freedom for yourself. The goal is to have a job that you enjoy doing and a job that serves others, or you're in charge of how much money you make. Like there's other things involved as to why you want your goal. So I want you to think about what you truly desire. What do you see for yourself in your mind's eye in this next chapter? If things were just from now until forever, just going to get better and better and better. What is next for you? What feels next for you? Are you ready to start settling down or having children? Or does it feel like the time that it is the time to start the business? Is it about making more money? Is it about becoming healthy and really you know, um, bringing your body into alignment or into a place that feels really good. Maybe it is healing something. Maybe you've, you know, struggled with a chronic illness or pain like myself and pieces have been placed and people have been talking and all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, I, 
I want to see if I can heal this, like with my mind or by doing, you know, trauma healing or whatever. What feels next for you? Okay. So we're getting, this is the desires. Place a desire. Really ask yourself, what do I want? And there's no bad goals or good goals, meaning like good or bad morally. Allow yourself to be free and express and, and ask for what you truly want and then write that shit down. Okay. So this is you placing desires. This is the process, by the way, that I teach in Activated or in the upcoming free event, Manifest Now. Both of the links are below. Activated is my signature program. Manifest Now is a free Zoom workshop that is so powerful that goes over the entire process of manifestation. Anyway, first you're setting a desire. And in those, in Activated, it's eight weeks. So there are more steps to it. And in Manifest Now, I do go over all of those steps. Um, But for the sake of this podcast, we are kind of going to the meat and potatoes of it all. So first is the vision, you plant the desire, and then you really look at, and this is the quantum manifestation, spend a little bit of time in this, whether it's something you practice, you know, daily or during your week, or you actually deep dive into like a meditation or something allow yourself to go a little deeper than the surface. It could be in your journal. It could be anything and activate that version of you that has what you want. And I know you long-term listeners have heard me talk about this a lot. This is actually the, my signature, her work, quantum manifestation. This is why it's called the awakening her podcast. Her is actually that version of you that has already manifested what it is that you desire. Of course, that could be him or them use what works for you, but that's what we're talking about is activating that version of you. So I want you to really sit and think about, or not think, it's not a conscious thing, sit and be in that energy, sit and activate her, write it out in your journal, meditate and go, who is the version of me? You can do it either in one thing, as far as at the end of 2023, or whenever you're listening to this in a year from now, I have manifested every single thing on my list. Who is that version of me? Go into a meditation, go into stillness, put your hand on your heart, visualize that version of you, or you break it down goal by goal for even more potency. So who is the version of you that has healed her body? Who is the version of you that is making a million dollars that has started the business? The version of you that has become healthier, that has found love or community or like-minded people, the version of you that is more in integrity with themselves, they're in creativity and authenticity and whatever else is coming up for you that you want to create, who is the version of you who is abundant, who is in purpose, spend some time with her. This will be something you anchor yourself into over and over and over again. And if you've heard this over and over and over again from me on the podcast, refresh that energy. This is the secret. This is the portal. That version of you has the answers. So activate that version of you. This is how you know you're stepping into your goals. Cause without this step, you're just hoping for things. You're like, Oh, I want to make a million dollars. And you kind of like, you know, this is me wiping my hands clean and walking away and hoping it shows up or taking random action in desperation. And we're going to get to taking action in a minute. So you have to activate her, activate that version of yourself that is already doing it. Ask her questions, say, what is the next step? How did you get there? And I want to remind you that version of her has overcome or that version of you has overcome. She's moved through. There are things that she has needed to heal and to become on the other side of. So I've talked, I'm talking about this a lot because 
to leave out healing is to put yourself in a painful loop that will never end. Keeping on, like for years, I just always thought if I learn how to manifest more, then I can avoid the healing thing because healing is something else. Like healing is healing, but manifesting is manifesting. They're the same. They're, they're, they feed into each other. When you heal, you manifest a drastic new reality for your life. So you activate this version of you and get real. Be like, what has she overcome? You're a self-aware person. You've done a lot of growth. You know about things like limiting beliefs and lack of confidence and not having faith and feeling like you can't trust people. Like what are the things you've been through and how does that show up in your life? So for me to heal my body, I knew deep down that I had to become more deeply connected to my body, which is this whole journey I'm on, which is why the last podcast episode was so raw because another layer was exposed to me, shown to me that this is an area that is needs to be healed, that is causing massive resistance. So when I look at the version of me who is in the physical condition that I see in my mind, like she's strong, her body is also really resilient and fit. It doesn't, as I've shared before, for me, like everything goes out all the time as far as like ribs and hips and neck and back and stuff. So my body is funny enough, in alignment. Uh, and it stays in that place. It stays in its center. The version of me that is in that body, that's in that life, she is also a little bit slimmer because she's stronger and a little bit more muscular, therefore a little bit leaner. I can see that in my mind's eye. She also has a light about her. She's light. She's fun. She's free. She's agile. She's energetic, right? She is comfortable in the skin she's in. She's comfortable in her cellulite or in her, you know, rimples and dimples and bulges and whatever. She's got that inner confidence. So I'm describing my her, my version of me who is in that body, for example. And she prioritizes herself. She prioritizes fitness. She prioritizes like food. It doesn't mean she's perfect. There's no, in my, in my reality, there's no meal plan. There's no can and can't. It's just honoring her temple even more. She talks to herself in more kindness. I want you to ask yourself, how does this version of me talk to herself? How does she interact with herself? How understanding or compassionate is she with herself, right? That's a huge part is your higher self is not drastically different, but she is a lot more kind on herself and compassionate and understanding and loving, If you don't go to the gym one day when you said you were, that higher self is like, it's okay, my love, you needed a rest day. Whereas you now might be like, what the hell? Why didn't you do it, right? This is just examples. So really start to activate the version of you that's at the end of 2023 or has manifested these goals and get into her energy. What does she feel like? What is the energy she brings to a room? What does she spend her money on? How has she done this? That is a an incredible question to ask. How has she done this? What is her next step? Talk to her, ask her about it. See the key steps she had to do to get to where she is now. 
So that is activating her being her activating that version of you. Next comes the healing work. So once you see that version of you and you're like, Oh, she's much more confident or she's much more free, or maybe it's to do with money. It's like, she knows how to manage money better. So she feels more in control with her finances, right? Now is the place where we look at the gap between where you are now and where you are going. And we look with non-judgmental eyes, right? That doesn't help. We look with kindness and compassion and possibility and understanding. And we go, okay, how can I, how can I bridge that gap? What needs to be healed or moved through in order to become that version of yourself. And I want to say that manifestation happens in layers. Healing happens in layers. You don't bite off everything at once. This is coming from the understanding that like, I just want to write down on a piece of paper that I want $30,000 and then I want it to show up. It's not the way manifestation works. So manifestation doesn't just come overnight or come in a month. And if it doesn't, then it's not working. There are things you have to heal through. I remember I used to Google, like, what is the formula for manifestation? How long does it take to manifest something? Like I was looking for like 72 days or something, right? And there's so many factors, including what is in your way? What is the resistance? So if you're wanting to feel better in your skin, release emotional weight or heal an emotional eating pattern or something, you need to look at what's causing you to be eating. There's no escaping the healing part of it. So when I look at my body, I've learned um, that I'm storing trauma in my body. That's the pain. That's what my body holds on to. It holds on to weight. It holds on to inflammation. I'm in pain. Um, and it's because I'm holding on to the emotions that were coming up the other day, which I'm about to and am in a healing cycle with. So I know that she has to have a different look on her body. She can't look at her body in the mirror and go, Ugh, or feel shame or have a panic attack on like boxing day because she has to wear a certain pair of pajamas. It's not that she can't do that. By the way, that was what happened in the last episode. If you haven't heard, that sounds like a very random example. Um, but it's not that she can't as in judgment. It just means that what is causing me to be stopped every time, what is causing me to not feel good in my skin is the area that needs to be healed because it's causing massive resistance. So if you want more money, the part of you that feels like there's never enough money and you can't make money and there's, there's, you know, you can't manifest it and there's not enough support around and there's no possibilities. And even if you make it, it goes so fast and you know, fucking taxes and everyone's going to want money from you. And the more you talk like that about money, that is the direct thing in between you and being a clear channel, that version of you that has a million dollars, she's not angry at money. She's actually going like, wow, I'm so blessed that I have this money. I'm so abundant. Abundance is everywhere. I'm giving, I'm receiving, I'm saving, I'm, you know, putting it away, but I'm also giving myself like luxurious experiences whenever I want. And that is that version of you. The millionaire version of you is more clear with money. She's more stoked about money. And so this is where the human goes, oh, when I get there, I'll do it. Right. And we dump it on tomorrow's self. We dump it on later me. And this is the whole backwards thinking that humans do about when I lose the weight, I'll be happy. When I make the money, I'll be happy. When I have love, I'll be happy. When I X, I'll be X. And this is what I'm sharing in this entire episode is you have to be the first thing first to manifest it. You have to 
somehow tune into abundant vibes to manifest abundance. And this has nothing to do with what's in your bank account. People can manifest abundance with $20,000 in debt or $20,000 in the bank. It makes no difference. It, what it depends on is how much they can allow themselves to get into an abundant energy, an abundant mentality. So you have to look at where you're going and where you are now. And with all this self-work you've done and with this awareness, go, okay, I just need to like continue to be healing these things, continuing in the programming and the reprogramming of these beliefs I've had of these ways of doing things. And this is the part that can't be skipped. So I've mentioned this before in my program activated, of course, all the links are below, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) In my program, this is what we go through. It's the entire process and an entire toolbox for quantum manifestation, for manifesting what it is that you want. So we actually go through this process in the first week. We're activating your whole authentic self and we're really asking her what she desires, right? Which is just what I talked about, placing intentions from from a soul place, from a, this feels right right for me place from the visions that you have in your mind's eye place, because those visions you have are meant for you. Next, you start to see by activating her where the big gaps are. Okay. If my healthiest self feels free and loving in her body, and I do not feel free and loving, it's time for me to start bridging that gap or we can't manifest it. So in this part of the healing of the reprogramming, this is the place where you may want to get help. I know that we want to do it alone and I'm unattached. If it's help from me, help from your therapist, help from a hypnosis, um, a coach, a mentor, a, a healing shadow worker, whatever you feel, whatever shaman or medicine man or therapist or psychologist does it for you, it's time to get help to be like, what is at the root of this? What is needed for me to bridge the gap? And this is what we do. This is the work that we do. And in Activated, I do inner child work and shadow work, which we go into sacred reparenting and healing those inner child wounds, those core wounds. The reason I teach this work is because that has what has personal, that is what has personally worked for me. This is the thing I continue to go back to that every single time seems to work. So this is why I teach this way, but there are many ways to heal, to reprogram. Joe Dispenza talks a lot about reprogramming the conscious and subconscious mind. You cannot get away without it. And this is the part that people want to gloss over because it sounds like a lot of work and it is. You have to be directed or not directed, but you have to dive into it. That can be on your own. That can be with a mentor, but you have to go into the healing work. And that is what bridges the gap. And that's what has you start to become that energy. So practicing being the energy of that person in your mind's eye and healing what is between you and that thing that you want. Because if I want to be on big stages, but I feel shame and embarrassment around my body, those two things are going to clash. If I want to host in-person retreats, but I feel shame and embarrassment about my body, those two things are going to clash. If you want money, but you think money is the root of all evil, those are going to clash. If you want love, but you don't believe that you're worthy of love, or you don't believe that there's good men or women out there, or you don't believe that anyone could be faithful and that you're going to get hurt, those clash. If you want to heal your body, but you don't 
you, you think you're fucked and you think you're broken and it's just going to go downhill from here, those things clash. So do you see what I mean, right? We have these deep desires, but inside we have an equal belief that cancels them out unless we clear. This is for if you haven't manifested it yet. Other things you go like, oh, I'd really love to read this book. And someone's like, hey, I I saw this book. I want to give it to you. You're like, holy crap. It's because you had no resistance around the book. You're like, you know, maybe in the morning, you're like, I'm going to get something free today. And you go to Starbucks and somebody buys your coffee. You're like, whoa, it's because you didn't have any resistance around that. But when you go, I want to find love or I want, I wish to become pregnant or I want to lose a hundred pounds or I want to heal my chronic condition or I want to go from debt to millionaire. There is resistance because you haven't done it yet, because you've been wounded, because shit has happened. So have compassion for yourself in that and know that your soul chose this manifestation journey to grow, not just to have things. And you get to have things, but your soul chose us to grow. So it's the healing, it's the bridging the gap, it's the reprogramming. So in Activated, um, I teach the, the inner child healing, but then after we recognize what that inner child narrative is, we also go into conscious and subconscious reprogramming, which is reprogramming what the brain believes on a subconscious level. So I was bullied. I'm just going to stay with some of the examples I've already talked about. I was bullied for my body. So very young, at about eight years old, I learned that my body was shameful, that my body wasn't enough, that um, it, you know, whatever, being me was not enough. That imprinted into my subconscious. And no matter how much conscious manifestation I do, no matter how many conscious moves I do journaling or go like, I'm confident, I'm confident, or look at myself in the mirror and go, yeah, confidence, (laughs) like nothing takes away the soul crushing (laughs) imprintation, the soul crushing imprint, we'll just say, instead of trying to make it more complicated, the soul crushing imprint that was caused when I first believed that my body was not enough. So if one of your parents left when you were young or they were emotionally unavailable or you were bullied or your, um, whatever it was, right? Things that happen when we were younger, that shit stays in your subconscious mind and causes you to directly butt up against what you say you want. So maybe even simple things, like an example I had with a client once is her parents, it was very much like a healthy situation and very sort of traditional roles for back then, especially the man went and like made the money and was the, you know, breadwinner and the woman stayed home and she like baked everything and sewed aprons and like really, you know, Partridge (laughs) family-ish. I didn't watch the Partridge family, so I don't actually know, but it feels like that. And she was a free spirit. She was a creative. She didn't even want children. And she just did. She always felt like she should have kids. She should settle down. She felt subconsciously like to be a good woman is to be a homemaker, is to be a mother, is to sew things and bake shit from scratch. That was what she learned. So she always felt like by wanting to be a free spirit and wanting to like rent instead of buy and wanting to travel, that she felt shame around it. She felt odd. She felt embarrassed about it. She didn't want to talk about it to people. She didn't want to talk about it to her parents because deep down, just from witnessing the way that they were, she learned what traditional roles are and how 
how to be a good woman or, you know, a good picture perfect family. And that was not what she was meant for. So it was an internal struggle until we went into deep inner child work to free her inner child, to give compassion, to give healing to that inner child that experienced those things and to give her permission now to do it a different way. And then all of a sudden she was able to talk freely to her parents about wanting to travel all next year and, you know, quitting her job and going here and there. And she's like, they did not like it, but I was okay. And I was like, yeah. And that's the stuff that held her, that held her back from experiencing a freedom lifestyle because she just stayed in the job she hated because it had benefits and because it had this, even though she didn't want to, and she could never pick a time to leave the job. So does this sound familiar? Like, What we want is there, here on the left or whatever. My hands are up, but you can't see them. And then what we desire, where we are is on one place and what we desire is on another place. And if we're not there yet, there's stuff between it. But that's the same with everybody. That's the same with all of us. We have to start to reprogram what we believe because our subconscious will make it true. So I just want to share one more thing about this that is trippy and is going to resonate with a few of you, I know. So because of my bullying, the fact that I was bullied, I have this thing, um, body dysmorphia. I don't really like labels. So you might find I dance around labels, but sometimes I just have to say, so you go, you guys know what I'm talking about, but, um, body dysmorphia. So I just like, I can lose weight and still feel huge. And I just can't ever register. Like, am I healthy or am I massive and unhealthy. Like this is my disordered part. So please, I hope I'm not offending anybody. This is just the stuff that goes on in my mind. These are my wounds. Um, so I really do have this like weird body thing. So when I desire to lose weight, it doesn't work. Like it is so hard And that's why I went so far into an eating disorder because it started with just controlling, controlling, controlling. And I had to work out harder and harder and eat less and less and less and less and less and cleanse more and more because my body holds on to weight. And I used to blame that on genetics. I used to say things like, I can look at a cake and gain weight, whereas somebody else, they can eat ice cream and be slim. I used to blame that on genetics. And I will tell you that genetics has a part in things. Like if you are to gain weight, where the weight lies can be influenced by genetics. You might tend to carry it in your belly or tend to carry it in your hips or boobs or whatever. Um, That could be genetic, but you are not a victim and don't have to stay in what you were told. And if you're interested in this stuff, I really um, encourage you to look into epigenetics. If you haven't already, Bruce Lipton, um, Joe Dispenza talks about this as well, but Bruce Lipton's like the guy. I love him. It's basically that your mind controls your DNA. Your DNA is not given to you like we used to think that it was and that you were stuck to it. So that's a whole other thing. But how this comes into me is my subconscious believed that I was fat for lack of better words. So no matter what I do, my body will not release weight. But when I click into ease and heal and clear space, and I've seen this before because I'm not starting at square one with healing. It's just deeper and deeper levels. The only way my body will lose weight is when I do healing work and I get so on board with a different way of thinking. But when I just like work out all the time and like eat differently and stuff like that, it feels like no matter what I do, my body holds on to weight. And if I lose a little, it's right back. That's the subconscious mind. The subconscious mind is a thermostat. 
It's a thermostat system that keeps you where you're at. So with money, if you have low self-worth, if you feel that money is a problem, is a burden wounding around money, but you want to make a lot of it, you have a certain thermostat that your bank account never gets above or else you'll spend it. Does that ring a bell? You won't allow yourself to save a certain amount, even though consciously you really want to. So even when you get an influx in money, it seems to just go. That's the subconscious. For me, my body will always mirror what my subconscious thinks of it. Fucking take that in. So my body holds on to weight because my subconscious mind still believes in there that I'm fat, that I'm disgusting, that I'm unworthy, all those things that I suffered with from like eight to 25. They're lodged right in there. So I just wanted to share that. It's a very real share, but my body can only mirror what my subconscious mind is. And that's the same for you, but that's also the same with your bank account, with your love life, with your friends, with the things you call into your experience. Your, your, if you want to know what's in your subconscious mind, look at your life. So this is why we need to heal and reprogram and start moving into it. And then after that, my love, we get to, and it's not even after, it's simultaneously after the activation of that version of you, we start taking inspired action as you go along your healing journey. So inspired action is taking action that feels right, that lights you up. We all know there's a difference between you know, looking around in a store and you see a shirt and it just like calls you or a dress or whatever and you're like... <gasps> that, that was made for me versus looking around being like, Oh, I'll buy this tank top. It's 10 bucks. Then you never take the tags off. Right. One called you. And one thing you did that didn't really call you. So inspired action is when something sticks out to you, when you're looking for, maybe it's crossed your mind to take a course on astrology and then it pops up on your newsfeed and it's something about the branding or the woman or the real, like what they say that just goes, Oh yes, yes. That is inspired action. So not every action is inspired. When you're going along your healing journey, ask her that version of you, you activated, say, what did you do? Okay. What types of exercises? Cause for me, again, with say weight or body, my old way of thinking is more boot camps, more hit workouts, more burpees, more 6am, this and that more cleanses. Like it was so driven by the drill sergeant. But as I started doing the quantum work on my healing journey, and I was like, what does she do for exercise? That version of me that's there. I actually saw a lot of yoga, a lot of hiking, a lot of dancing, a lot of walks, a lot of nature, a lot of just like being active. And then I saw some like weightlifting and a little bit of this and that, and some planks and some good old, you know, squats and stuff. But burpees actually don't resonate with my body anymore. Me and my physical, like, um, the connective tissue thing and just where I'm at, it doesn't mean I'll never do a burpee, but my ego wants to say, go hard. So I want you to really think about this and how you've been going after your goals. Your ego will say, go hard, spend, you know, buy the most expensive course or do it tomorrow, even if you're not clear, or, you know, do this boot camp, commit, commit, but your soul and your higher self and that version of you that's there has done it in a different way. So asking them, what did you do? What inspired action did you take to, um, to get here and start taking that inspired action? And I'm going to tell you from me to you, the best action you can take is action that helps you to heal, that helps you to reprogram. 
that helps you to reprogram the behaviors. So for me, an inspired action in my body journey, like I said, isn't buying a 12 week boot camp. That that's not my inspired action. My inspired action is practicing showing up for myself. Before I hit record, I just had a huge dance party that turned into yoga, that turned into movement, that turned into stretching. I was out of breath. It felt so good. Yesterday, it was like a 12-minute yoga flow. The day before that, it was this morning, like um, just like activating my muscles, turning everything on, this little video I do. And those are what is moving. Those are the things that move me toward my goal because she told me that. She said, you don't need to go the hardest, like you don't need to do Sean T workouts anymore. That's actually not where, what she gets her strength from. She gets her strength from yoga, from, like I said, all these things, nature, chasing around my kids, doing some weightlifting, like just really easy, not easy, meaning like not drill sergeant, not hardcore, just like ease filled fun things that I like to do. I love doing handstands. Like there's lots of things I love to do. I love to run. She'll do all of those things, depending on what calls for her calls to her in any given day. That is actually my plan. My fitness plan, (laughs) my health plan is to practice showing up for myself every day, taking action, but also doesn't have to be the biggest, baddest, most hardcore action you've ever seen. So inspired action is action that she or he or them are telling you to do things that they have shown you that the steps that they have taken, it might be getting a mentor. It might be taking a program. It might be starting to just move your body more or getting back to taking your supplements or getting back into doing dance that you used to love or riding your bike or starting to write the book just one day at a time or one day a week to put aside two hours to start writing your book. That may be the inspired action she took to write the book, not, okay, I got to take this 12 week course and I got to block out all of April and March. And you know what I mean? Like we make it be such a big deal. So inspired action is taking action in the direction of your dreams. The other thing that I love for inspired action is being her. And I talk about this with my clients, being her as an action. So pull up that version of you in your mind's eye and then take a minute to actually put on her energy, become her in your mind's eye, meld energies so that you become her or him or them. You become them. Get into the posture, maybe close your eyes and kind of align the posture roll your shoulders back, become that version of you. Open your eyes and just see how you feel different. And you could ask yourself, you know, what do I want to do right now? What do I need to do right now? What do I need to do today? And keep in mind as you're doing this, it's like role-playing. It's like acting. I teach this in Activated. This is embodiment. I give you so many tools on how to do this. This is embodiment. And you may only be able to do that for 30 seconds or two minutes You don't hold that all day because a second a kid is like, mom, or, you know, you need to have a shower. Like you might forget, but then when you remember later, get back into her energy again, start practicing. That is actually inspired action that closes the gap in your energy between where you want to be and where you are now. So how to make sure that you are manifesting what you want. First of all, see those desires, write them down. What do you want to manifest? What do you want to create? seeing to how the soul interacts with this. What is the soul desire underneath those manifestations? And then with those things you want to create million dollars, write the book, lose weight, heal your body, find love, 
be that version, activate that version of you, see them in your mind's eye, see them there beside you, work on that, work on visualizing them, write about them in your journal. Be like she, you know, when she walks into a room, this is what people feel or, you know, in her days, she generally feels this or whatever. And asking what is the difference between her there and me now? And allow yourself, write it down, channel it out. What is the difference? What is the main difference? And then starting to heal that energetic gap. She believes in herself and I don't. That's a big gap. She feels abundant and I don't. That's a big gap. She loves her body and I don't. That's a big gap. Starting to heal those things one by one, not being afraid to dive deeper into healing. And if you can't afford a mentor or it's not in your cards right now, you know, there's a lot of great books. There's How to Do the Work by Nicola Perra. That is an amazing book. She's the holistic psychologist. Um, and there's lots of work nowadays about on, uh, online healing. No, <laughs> inner child healing, shadow work. I love the book, The Dark Side of the Light Chasers by Debbie Ford. That isn't as much healing, but it is shadow work, which is just so fascinating. Um, you can watch YouTube videos, podcasts on inner child work and shadow healing and whatever else works for you, but it is time. You'll be in a loop if you don't do this step. So start to heal and bridge the gap and reprogram that stuff. Then your manifestations start to come in quite easily. The healing is the hardest part. The healing is the part that sometimes is the most chaotic. We don't know what to do. We don't know where to go, but just start. Pray to your guides and angels and say, I am open to healing. I'm open to how I need to heal or what I need to heal. Please show me and be aware of the things that come into your experience. The podcast, the quotes that come across social media, the people, the programs, the books. Be aware what comes into your experience after you ask for that. If you're ever unsure, you can always ask. And don't just vaguely ask, what's my next step? Say, what do I need to heal? What do I need to release in order to manifest what I want? And then, as I said in the last episode, you may be triggered into something. Look at that trigger as a big arrow pointing you. This is what needs to be healed. This is what needs to be softened in order to manifest what you want. And while you're doing this, take inspired action. Just start acting from a place of her, from a place of I'm going to achieve my goals and I'm going to keep moving toward it. I have never stopped in my business. I keep, I always have a coach or a mentor. I'm taking programs. I am diving deeper into what it takes to run a business and all these different things. I never give up. When shit gets hard, I'm like, okay, pivot. What do we need to do? And I've learned so much. I keep diving in and never stopping. And this is the same with my body now that I've realized I can heal it. And it's been so exciting this last year, as much as depthy and, and intense, I am not going to stop. I'm not going to stop till I heal it. This is where we need to be brave. This is where we need to step the fuck up and take new actions, not desperate action, because sometimes action is prayer. Sometimes action is surrender. Sometimes action is joining a free webinar or asking friends, asking questions to a friend who has started their own business. Action, as I say, doesn't just have to be a $20,000 certification or a retreat. It can be a book. 
but continuing to dive in. And what I do is I immerse myself in the energy of that which I'm creating. As I'm healing my body, I'm following accounts online, such as the Heal documentary, which is incredible. I also am such a fan of Lauren of Love. I've taken her Heal program. I surround myself with people that are healing, people that know and believe. I'm reading Gabor Maté's book and like I just immerse myself in, okay, this is new. This is the new reality. I'm going to do it. So no matter what it is you want to do, there's many things here that you can do to make sure you're manifesting. And I know this seems like a lot, but this is the way that it works is we have to know what we want. We have to activate that version of us, see where the gap is, heal the gap, and then take inspired action. And that's all we need to do. Even if it's small actions, even if my action is a dance party for five minutes, really touching in with or touching base with how I feel about myself, that is what we need to do to start to become in alignment with what we want and the universe does the rest. So stop at nothing. You are meant for this. You can do this. The biggest part, the hardest part is healing. So be open to that. Be brave. I want to assure you that healing doesn't always involve having to go back to the scene of the crime. However, if we do, and I mean that lightly, it may actually be a crime or it may not be for me bullying and different things. Um, And when you do, it's intense for a hot minute, but immediately after is the most freedom you've ever experienced. So be strong, be brave, keep going in the directions of your dreams, keep investing in yourself, keep moving forward because you are going to fucking do it. And it's just a few mindset shifts. It's just a few healing moments. And all of a sudden you start manifesting new things and then you keep going. And that's what it will be like as you go forward. Because even as you start the business or as you find the love, there will be new things that you want and you'll need to then activate that version of you that has it, ask her about the steps and what she's done and witness her energy and all of that, starting to heal what is between you and that thing, those beliefs, those conscious and subconscious programmings, and starting to take new aligned action that is in alignment with her. That's the biggest thing with, with inspired action. It's in alignment with her. She's telling you to do it. She's giving you the green light. It's not desperate. It's not sleazy. It's not panic driven. It's inspired action. And to be inspired is to be in spirit. So I hope that that helps you. And I can't wait to cheers to you and all of your manifestations that are coming for you in 2023. You're already on the right track. You're already doing the work. Just continue to focus on what you know you want and activating that version of you that has it, healing the difference, taking inspired action, and no doubt about it, it will manifest. So as promised, I am going to end this episode by playing a song by my husband, Phil Dixon, and the song is called 222 to celebrate this episode, which is number 222. So love you lots. If you want to hear more of his music or any of the links for anything I've talked about today, of course, check out the links in all the show notes. I'll talk to you soon. Yes.
2.22 in the afternoon And I'm waiting for this pain to slow It's one of those days you can see the moon And I wonder what it knows that I don't It's full and bright, reflecting Never asking for one in return Always showing up, never giving up Always giving back the light shown My hope for all is to feel a love like these And to turn it around to me Inspire the Close your eyes See that the light 